Hello all and welcome back to episode we don't even know of the Man to Man NBA show. We are still a podcast. We're still all live. Thank you all for checking in. I've had some people reach out wondering where are the episodes, wondering what's going on. We're back. We just took a little summer break at the end of the NBA season as most of the NBA media and players do. Once the finals ends, we all need a little decompress. That's what we did. Um, it's been very good for all of us having this little month off, but we are back. Uh, we're not entirely sure what the schedule is going to be for the rest of the offseason yet, just because all three of us got some things going on in our lives that are making it a little tough to be grouped up as we had been in the past. But we will be doing these a little bit more regularly. So keep stay tuned, stay plugged in, keep on the socials, all that stuff. And we will be back with some more consistent content. Um, but it's the offseason. It's the NBA offseason. It was the man-to-man offseason for a while. So we hope everybody out there is doing well, staying safe. All of a sudden, COVID's back, like with a full force, monkey pox. God knows what else is coming down the line. Stay what safe. Is stay ready out there. Pox? What it's, is that? It's like chicken pox, but it it's, it's, can be transmitted different ways. And uh, apparently it's not very good. But um, I have not had it. And I hope nobody gets it. And I hope everybody stays safe. And um, other than that, I hope we hope everybody's doing well. Thank you all for listening, coming back, staying tuned. Um, Andy, Hoop, good to see you boys' faces. I haven't seen you all in a while. How you been? What's what's new? What's new in the lives? It's definitely been a minute. What what episode is this? Do we know? Episode one hundred and twenty. Okay, one hundred and twenty. That's pretty impressive over the span of like three years, uh, and no advertisements to date. So that's great. Um, <laughs> Honestly, I was thinking about it. We should have just started our entire podcast at like episode 212 or something. You know what I'm saying? And now we do yeah. it at like 340 just to kind of get us up there a little bit. Um, but no, it's good to be back. Dude. JP, you are still in the homeland of what, Virginia? I um, am still in the homeland, but within the next 45 days here, I will be in New York City. I'll be How do living you feel that about life. That? Are you going to feel like a changed man? Um, I, it'll be different for sure. It'll be a different lifestyle. I went up there about about a month ago now and spent a week up there and really loved it. Going up again in a couple of weeks to apartment hunt and see some people, and then the next time I go up there after that will be to move in. So it's um it's coming down the pipe very fast. It's felt really far away for a long time, and now it feels super fast. So I'm I'm excited about it though. I'm ready to to try something new out and be in a little different spot and be truly in the heart of media, which is, you know, the, what we work in. So, yeah, I guess the, I, I don't know, Liam, and you can kind of like back me up here. I think there's going to be something about JP that changes and I don't know what it is because when you go to New York, obviously we've all been there, right? Like you got, you got trash on a sidewalk with like a homeless dude, again, drinking cologne on the corner. And then on the other side, there's like a park and there's parents watching their children and then on the other side, there's just like so many stores mixed in together. Are we going to see JP? Like what side is JP taking? Right. Because JP, honestly, you look like a New York dude to me. I don't know why you just kind of fit in with that New York vibe. Um, but I could definitely see you kind of with your headphones on, maybe grabbing an apple at one of those little, you know, sidewalk store things that people are just chilling. I don't know if that's even sanitary to eat, but maybe grabbing something like that, maybe some loaves of bread. And then having like a blunt or something in your mouth. I don't know what side you're going to take. Uh, Liam, I don't know if you have a take on that at all, but I can just, there's just so many different worlds within itself there. He's going to, he's going to like soon like transition into like not giving a fuck about anybody. I think that's like JP has this vibe of like, you know, he has some, I feel like he has some real close friends that he always talks to. He has a circle. I feel like that circle is just going to get tighter and tighter. And he's just going to like be one of those guys like, try to hit them up and be like, nah. Something I can say is I am really good at minding my own business. Like I, it is a talent of mine. Like when I was up in New York, AirPods in, just like you said, just walking around, keep my head down. If, you know, if something bad is happening, I can be a attendant to that. But like when, you know, like there was like a fights in the other side of the subway car. I'm just like, eh. I don't know, really. Like, I, I definitely wouldn't suggest like walking around. No. That's like 2 a.m. by yourself. One of my boys got uh, Eskin, Liam, just got pit pocketed at like 3 a.m. by these two dudes just got out of the car and they're like, yo, give me your shit. And Eskin's like, 
damn, for real, bro. <laughs> He's like asking him for That sounds real. jumped. That doesn't sound like pickpocketing. That sounds like you just got jumped. Yeah, yeah. He's, they're like, no, give me your phone, dude. And he's like, bro, my phone, bro. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds so like asking if you know who asking. He's like, ah, shit, man. Ah. Yeah. I'd be like, like, yo, no questions asked. Here's my fucking phone. Like, you might not like what's on it, but here it is. He's like, bro, I got like that's my phone, bro. <laughs> anyway, um, I might I might try to negotiate out of my phone. You get out my cash. How do you negotiate that? I don't even know how you would negotiate. Like maybe you just say like, look, I'll put it on the ground until y'all get out of here because they don't want you to call the cops. That's why they take your phone because it's like really like a, a used phone at this point is not worth that much money. So they right. just don't want you to call the cops afterwards. So you say, look, I'll chuck it over there. I just need that. Like I, I, you, yeah. it's not worth anything. So. I don't know, man. We'll see how it happens. Definitely keep us in the loop and uh, good luck with everything, JP. And and Liam, for you, good luck with you as well, man. I'm in Nashville and it's we're living in the city of Cranes. Everyone's moving here. It's a great city. That's what everyone's saying. So we'll see everybody that's listening here in Nashville someday. John. I, I will be I will be in Nashville in about three weeks when y'all boys are in California, I will be replacing y'all in Nashville. So actually, JP, we changed our dates. Oh, there we go. So y'all will be in town when I'm in town? We will be in town and let's run it up. Sounds like a plan. I'm gonna be there the weekend of August 26th. On that note, we are going out to Dash September 13th. Got it. Perfect. Cool. We'll see you there. I will probably be moving to New York <laughs> that day. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. JP, JP, he's also, I feel like, the type of person, too. He's kind of like me. He'll like be in a city, and then he'll tell us last minute, oh, hey, I'm yeah. about to leave, jump on the plane this afternoon. You want to grab lunch? I'll be yeah. like, damn, how long you been here? Oh, I've been here for the last, like, four days. And you hitting me up on the day you're leaving, JP? Come on now. We can't yeah. have that happen. No, yeah. I mean, that's – yeah, I definitely can see that as well. He's got his AirPods in while he's like <laughs> – eating lunch with us too it's like yo dude what's what's going on why did i show up here i'm corresponding man i got i got i got networking to do but uh, y'all know when i'm gonna be there y'all know and i'm gonna let you know when i'm there so that is it is a physical impossibility that i do that to y'all not that i would anyway but i will not be able to because you know when i'm coming so we'll we might have to run a little episode a little little nash yeah working on the uh, working on the studio right now so that's great we'll have to let's get into things whoa i got Pointing way at the top yeah. I've been moving through the city Like I'm way at the top right. What is worth, life is only worth Way at the top Who you big, you ain't stopping Till you way yeah. at the top hey, Numero one, same key sipping on one Full time taking in sons, all I done I cook but my God bring bread And I think he been baking up some Numero dose, only move up how it goes Dove in the sky, West Coast Hit my phone, I ain't got your name saved Danny Phantom, go ghost I've been flying I ain't gon' yeah. hold you wow. I'm just okay. saying yeah. Feel like uh. Goku oh. You ain't hey. real right. You like uh. tofu Deep fry my bible That's called soul food I got eyes pointing way at the top yeah. I been moving through the city Like I'm way at the top right. What is worth life is only worth Way at the top Who you big you ain't stopping Till you way yeah. at the top Whoa let's hop into some basketball because we are the nba man to man show um the opening topic we would be remiss to talk about anything else besides what we're about to talk about first it is a somber topic but we should absolutely be talking about it it is bill russell nba great truly one of the first nba superstars a pioneer in the sport uh one of the most important people not only in the history of basketball, but in the history of sports in general, passed away today, this weekend, overnight, uh, at the age of 88, and he lived an incredible life. You know anything about the story of Bill Russell, you know that without him, the NBA would not exist in the form it does today. It may not have even made it out of the timeline of when he played. Um, He's a massive figure in the NBA. His shadow looms over everything. The Boston Celtics, the NBA as a whole, um, we really can't say enough about Bill Russell, and, and it's a big loss. Uh, he lived a full life to 88 years old, uh, which is incredibly impressive to begin with. But um, it, it's as an NBA fan and as people who work in the NBA like we do, 
uh, it's a loss. It really is. And it's something that uh, every NBA fan should mourn him at least a little bit today because he was that important of a figure. I'm not sure if you all have anything to say, but I, I truly, as even though he lived a full life and he was 88 well well into life, uh, it, it's a sad loss. It's a sad day in the NBA. Yeah. My thing is, the only thing that I, I kind of like, obviously don't want to take away from like his greatness and stuff. Him saying he has 11 championships, let's just calm that down a little bit. Let's not paint him as the, the all-time leader in championships. But anybody the, trying to do that. I mean, that's what the argument's always <laughs> been. He's always going to be that guy, you know, the all-time leader in championships, whatever. The last couple of years, I do want to bring up, last couple of years that he's like trotted out places. I'm like, why is he out in public in the first place? Because he did look like he was getting to that age. But yeah, he's a great, everybody knows Bill Russell, and I mean he's a legend. Like, what else do you have to say? I think his kind of like resume and his stature is like just we know who he is. You know what I mean? And he's obviously a legend. So I mean, yeah, I, an illustrious career. Yeah, I mean that's one of the words I was going to bring into the pod. Illustrious. Uh, Bill Russell went out in, in, in terrific fashion. A, a man of God. You know, like sitting sitting next to his wife saying, I'll see you up there, 88 years old. And I think he was just he was in a good place and he was ready to say, you know, I'm out. I'll see you in the next one. The next life I'll be winning 12 chips, you know. So shout out Bill Russell. I never I, I've really never seen a lot of his highlights. You know, I'm a little scrub youngin. I think he's top five. You got to put him in top five or top 10. He is. He, he's an incredible player, incredible winner, one at every level of basketball you ever played at. Um, and you really, like we've said it, you know, multiple times already, and you will see it in every report pioneers is the word he is. He brought basketball to a different light. Him and Wilt around the same time brought basketball into this next level of, of being able to play and being able to do these incredible things. Um, I, yeah, it, there's, I think there's going to be, you know, obviously celebrations throughout the entire year in his honor. Um, the all-star game MVP is already named after him. So actually, excuse me, it is not the, it's the, finals MVP is already named after him. Um, it's uh, just something that we will, Bill Russell will always be in the NBA in one way or another. Um, and and that is a very good thing. And uh, I hope we to see a lot of his celebrations and I'm sure you'll see highlights, Andy. Um, they are a little hard to come by just because of the time he played at, but even pictures from when Bill Russell played, it looks like he's played a different game than everybody else. So it, it's we a can, sad day. And um, I want to bring up, you can also make an argument that he kind of built the foundation in terms of who we like have as in our elite teams. You know, I mean, he's kind of the start of Boston. Obviously Boston has always been that kind of hub for major sports. I mean, even now, you know, talking hockey, baseball, basketball, but also right. with that, there's the other side of building up the the Lakers and building up teams that like the 76ers and the the Knicks that were all kind of like, those, you know, rivalries have kind of made them the, I guess, blue bloods of the NBA. And it, I mean, it all stems from Bill Russell. So, I mean, it's just, it's cool to kind of look back and see kind of where his like imprint has touched the game to where it is now. So. Absolutely. Absolutely. And uh, yep. May you rest in peace. And I'm sure we'll see a lot more of the Bill Russell celebration as the weeks go on and as the season starts. I just think that 2K might like throw, you know how 2K does like, I was just thinking, I was trying to think of a take there. I don't know what, where it's going here, but you know how 2K does like the crazy celebrations when they get the green light button and you're playing like on the streets or the courts or whatever. I don't know what it's called. They do like backflips and shit. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. I think you're going to make some sell. They've been, well, they're working on 2K23 right now. I guarantee they're going to put Bill Russell at a 99.9 overall rating, and he's just going to be dropping bombs from half court and doing like triple backflips and shit. He's definitely going to put a lot of nuts on head in 2K23. So that's all I got. (laughs) (laughs) That is an absolutely insane take at this point in time. Not that I don't think you're, you're wrong, but the fact that you're thinking about that is it, you, your mind is an enigma. And I've been seeing the celebrations on 2K23. You know, they're adding the uh, the Steph Curry sleep. I think they're adding the JR with the Henny or whatever with the birds. Um, something about Reggie Miller and Charles Barkley are now in 2K23. 
You guys see I, that? I haven't seen that. I I, they, I know they are not in 2K because they're not a part of the uh, NBA Retired Players Association, which is who they have to deal with to get all their likeness. But um, they could be now. I hadn't seen so, that, but that'd be really cool. I haven't played a 2K game in a long time. So. I, I, I mean, they're going to put Russell in there, and a man's going to be getting paid when he's not even here. That's just what I'm thinking. Like, they're going to throw the check, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, All right, we're moving on. We're moving on. No more. Uh, the so while the off season has been long, <laughs> oh man, he's getting paid no. and he's dead. No, <laughs> that's a we're legend moving right there. That's a, that, is, that is a legend. Time it. Stop it. We're moving on forward. I can't deal with y'all. We're moving forward. All right. So the off season's been long. The biggest story of the off season has been the fact that the Brooklyn Nets. Both of their superstars have wanted desperately to be traded at one point or another. We knew Kyrie was going to do it because of Kyrie. <laughs> the KD, y'all are the worst. I'm, I'm I so can't sorry. believe y'all. I'm sorry, Dave. Oh, I even hate on that, bro. <laughs> That's insane. That is the 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 worst take ever. After a guy passed, a, a legend of the game dies, and he's like, "But yeah, but 2K going to pay his family some fucking bank though." Like, what the fuck are you talking about? Not, all right, all right. Let's move on. Let's move on. Bad take. Bad take. I'm ready to talk about <laughs> KD and Kyrie here. Thank you. Thank you. All Good right. segue here. So KD and Kyrie have both wanted to be traded at different points. That's at least been the report. KD has never came out and publicly said he wanted to trade. That was a de- apparently asked from his agent to the Nets organization. That's how it was reported. He has never disputed it, but he also hasn't publicly said it. So that's all we can believe. Uh, the Brooklyn Nets. Andy, you gotta stop, dude. Yeah. I, I, I can't look at you when you do that. <laughs> All right, let's go. Let's run it. Come on. No, don't say let's go. Let's <laughs> run it. You let's go. Let's run it. I've let's been trying to run it for the last five minutes. <laughs> I'm good, bro. I just had to get all that out of my system, bro. No, because I'm gonna start laughing. I'm gonna start talking. You're gonna start laughing again. <laughs> what? So, all right. Let me ask the question, then. Let me ask. Okay, the let's do it. So I can get it out of my system here. Um. Obviously, a ton of off-season trades, right? And we could still see, like, even Westbrook going somewhere. KD and Kyrie, they were trying to get trade. They were trying to get a trade going. Brooklyn, like, explored all these trades. Shoot, the Pacers could have got DeAndre Aiden, absolute thirteen-minute legend for the Pacers. Um, I think. Well, it, Kyrie came out said he wants to stay with the Nets. He said, "I'm a Net this year." Okay, cool. Um, KD, I don't think they're going to be able to find a trade for that man. They're trying to trade like, you know, um, not Chris Paul, but, uh, Booker, Aiton, trying to throw these guys in a package. These guys are the most toxic players in the NBA. I think they'll stay in Brooklyn and they'll probably get swept again in the first round, whoever they play. I don't think they're good enough to even have any sort of camaraderie together because they haven't really played that many games together. And, um, Obviously, you guys know my take with the Brooklyn Nets all year. Fucking hate them. Um, they're just – who knows what's going to happen with them? I don't know what the question is. I think they'll stay in Brooklyn simply because the Nets won't be able to find a trade for those two guys in particular. Yes, I mean, this I is right agree. on brand for mm-hmm. what KD yeah. does, though. Like, you look at KD ever since he left o- uh, OKC. What does my guy do? He just jumps around the team. Oh, the Brooklyn Nets – Obviously, isn't working out. So let me go join another team like the Warriors. All right, whatever. Like what? I mean, what else do you think that he he now sees that the competition that is bringing forth in the NBA to compete for a championship is where the Warriors are. The team that he's on right now in the uh, Kyrie like situation in Brooklyn, he sees that they can't win a championship. So what does he do? Right. I'm going to try to move and jump to another team. And what team is that right now? It's not going to be any team because, well, I mean, nobody's going to. just won the championship, right? Yeah, I mean, he could go back there and obviously maybe, I mean, the Warriors would have to give up everything. No, basically. I'm talking about the Celtics, bro. Kitty is not going to the Celtics. But there has obviously these rumors have arose where it's him with a trade package with uh, Jalen Brown. Yeah. <clears throat> I don't know. I just think that's kind of the brand of KD. He jumps to a team that he thinks is in the top three or four as a contending team. And that's just, we got to get used to that's the brand for KD. 
Like he's not going to be your Damian Lillard type player that stays with the same organization and hope they put pieces around and be a, you know, a true stand and stay with one team. He's going to, he's trying to win championships and it doesn't matter what other people's perception is of him of like jumping, you know, championship hopping basically. So I don't know yeah, what you I got, think, JP, yeah, but no, I, I agree. I agree. I think, I think part of the reason KD wanted to trade as did Kyrie's this off season is that it, it, it has been shown that this Nets team has some serious flaws and the way they're trying to build this team around, which when it was coming up was James Harden, KD, Kyrie, and two other guys or four other guys or six other guys. It didn't matter. You, you just needed a, it, those three guys, that nucleus was going to take you to the promised land. We've seen that that's not entirely true. KD is not as, as, I mean, he's past his physical prime just due to age. He's well into his 30s. He's still an incredible basketball player, but he doesn't have the same first step. And he, his, he's had to develop a game that has resulted in more of these mid-range fadeaway jump shots, which he's incredible at. But it's not the same as what he was originally. Kyrie is still Kyrie. We have no idea what we're going to get out of him. James Harden saw that and said, I'm getting the hell out of here. Like, he's like, I, I know I can do this. I can go get back with my guy, Maury. Y'all can get Ben Simmons in return, who's pretty good, but he's never, he hasn't played in a year. And that, that's what he did. I think that's an incredible play. And I think KD and Kyrie both saw that and were like, well, shit. Now, I think the Sixers are closer to win a championship than the Nets. That James did what we wanted to do. So, I, yeah, I, I don't – I that's the reason I think they both asked for trades. I don't think either of them are going to get traded because it's the same reason if there's any baseball fans out there right now, although it's a little different because they're both on expiring contracts, but the the, I, the opinion is the same. Shohei Otani, Juan Soto right now, two of the best players in baseball. They both are looking to be, be traded by the organizations, but the problem is, is they're too good to be traded. The teams, what you need in return for these guys is absurd, so high that any team realistically would be really hard pressed to give them up. It's the same thing for KD. Rudy Gobert just got a King's ransom for Rudy Gobert and Kyrie and KD are both better than Rudy Gobert. And so Lord knows what they're going to get for him. If they can do it, most teams won't, especially because in the NBA right now, there's a lot of teams I think they can compete. So I I, I don't think even traded. Nobody's got the package. Are we overlooking the, the fact that Ben Simmons, I'm glad you brought him up is still there. He didn't play last year. So is there is there an overlooking of like fans of like why why can we not just count out Ben Simmons? I mean, he was pushing like superstar level before, you know, in in Philadelphia. Why can't we assume that that could be possibly the missing piece? Or is he just not that guy for KD and Kyrie? Is that I think are, with, with with the speed that the the NBA is going at right now, it's probably the highest we've seen in a minute with guys moving. T- the NBA has this like stigma now where it's like, oh hey, let me request a trade. Let me go to this team. Oh hey, I can get a bag on this team. Oh hey, let's put superstars on this team. This team in particular, I think you have to overlook Ben Simmons. The guy hasn't played in two years. I'd imagine Chet Holmgren, you know, school this guy one on one. Like, you know, a guy just coming into the league or any of those top five guys from the, the draft this year. I just don't think he's ready. Like, obviously, you see it with, like, Victor Oladipo thing. That's the kind of, like, speed that I think Ben Simmons will be at coming back. He's not, he's not going to be what he once was in Philadelphia. So, for me personally, in my own opinion, I not only think that, like, Ben Simmons is for sure over – not overlooked, but I, I don't see him as a threat or a problem at all. Uh, I do think that – it's now time to put the Nets out of contention talk. And I want to get to the Lakers here because I want to say the same thing about the Lakers. But <laughs> that is what, that's where I'm coming from. It's a great question. But, no, I, I don't think Ben Simmons will be the guy that he once was. I think that's very fair. I think unless Ben Simmons has made a major change in the way he plays – or, is, or if he's added a jump shot, which has always been the thing. <laughs> yep. You got to be able to shoot the ball. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I but don't that's think... not exactly what you need with K- KD and Kyrie, though. They're both ball-heavy shooting type of players. If you add somebody in like a Ben Simmons that just gives them the opportunity to cook and, and shoot the ball, why, why can't you just discredit, oh, Ben Simmons is just not the guy for them? 
I don't think he's I, the guy t- I, for the NBA <laughs> at all. <laughs> he is. It's it's a problem. It's 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 a true problem that he can't shoot, and not the the fact that he refused to ever shoot threes has now translated again. It could be totally different. He hasn't played in a long time, but we saw that same hesitation to shoot a three. Eventually, it moves forward. Yeah, now he wouldn't shoot layups. They they need him to be able to do that, especially in the playoffs. Like I mean, that it, there's no excuse for that. So I think I personally. As of right now, we haven't seen him play in a year, so it could be different. I don't attribute Ben Simmons to being like a needle mover on a championship team. Now, to be fair, I also said the same things about Andrew Wiggins last year. And Andrew Wiggins was arguably the second best player for the Warriors in this finals. So, things happen. But I, right now, I do not see Ben Simmons being the guy where it's everybody's going to be like, that's the reason the Nets got the one seater. They won the Easter Conference or they won the finals. is because they brought Ben Simmons in. I don't see it. What's next? Next would be the fact that I hate, I hate talking about this team. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> you want to move on and we're going to move on and we're going to move a little bit backwards in time to the NBA draft mm-hmm. uh, for any, everybody I'm sure knows at this point, but if you don't know the first overall pick was Paolo Bencaro out of Duke was a little bit of a surprise, but if you've been following the trends, it didn't, it wasn't that crazy to think that he went first at the magic took him. They, there was obvious interest. They weren't super high on Chet or on Jabari and they loved Paolo. Um, he was a guy we talked about, all three of us, and we all agreed he'd probably go third. He ended up going first, so egg on our face. But at every moment since he got drafted, Paulo has looked like an absolute stud. He played only two games in Summer League and dominated both of them, and the Magic said, we've seen enough, you're going home. He's playing. He just he looks like a beast. He looks like he's put on 10 pounds since he left Duke. He's six foot ten. I think we could be seeing one of those stories where a guy is so much better in the NBA than in college. And Paolo was really good in college. I'm not sure if y'all been paying attention to him at all, but I have been thoroughly impressed since I've seen him and the defense. He already looks better on defense. Like he's trying a whole lot harder than he did at Duke. Yeah. I think him and Markel Fultz will have a great, you know, combination one, two, they're not making the playoffs. That's what we're going to talk about. Probably not. But I mean, if you look back at Cade Cunningham, you know, we, this last year, the Pistons didn't make the playoffs, and now the, everybody's up high on the Pistons. If the Pistons don't make the playoffs next year, it's going to be a disappointment. I think Paolo can have that same effect. So this is my this is my whole thing about <laughs> the NBA right now, which is just crazy to me. So you're telling me there is a world where Paolo Bancaro playing for the Orlando Magic is going to lead the Orlando Magic to make a deep playoff run? No one said that, bro. So then what are we talking about? <laughs> he's gonna I have said to he do... looks good. I said he's... he looks really yeah, good. Yeah. He's going to have to play. Magic to... plus 10,000 finals book it. I just said he looks really good. No, yeah, I agree with that. I'm not taking away yeah. from that account. I'm just that saying. Well called out like a rookie of the year type thing. I'm saying if we look at it, he is going to be really good. But to actually have a conversation, because we don't know what the NBA season will hold. We are going to look at him and he's just going to fall into the same trend that NBA has been going. He's going to be, he's going to have to get out of Orlando because I don't think the Orlando Magic are going to be one of those teams for the next 10 years that make the playoffs consistently. He's going to have to get out of his rookie deal and go into another team and be somebody that moves a needle for a team that already has a foundation in this, in this like, I don't know, championship chase that the NBA has been. Because at the end of the day, that's what we see all these players doing. Besides, I, I, the only one that comes to my mind is the Phoenix Suns, which have traditionally not been one of the bottom-feeding teams in the NBA. They've had a, a little bit of like success in the last like 10 to 15 years. They, mm-hmm. they, they built and brought in people around Devin Booker. They drafted another player, DeAndre Ayton. They brought in Chris Paul. That's going to be Pablo's kind of MO. He's going to have to be either really in the next five to 10 years, they're going to have to give him other players and bring in superstars, but nobody's going to want to go to Orlando. I agree. This looks like an AAU team here, right? Paulo <laughs> Bancaro, Bol Bol, uh, Mo Bamba, Cole Anthony, Jalen Suggs, and the list goes down. Terrence Ross is like still in the NBA somehow. Um, I, I, th- I I watched the... The, the fucking summer league. It was dope. Uh, our guy from the Pacers, I thought, balled out like crazy. The fuck is his name again? Keegan Murray? No, not Keegan. No. Uh, I don't know how to pronounce his name. I know who you're talking about. 
Come on, dude. From Arizona, number six. Oh, Benedict Matherin? Matherin. Matherin. Yeah, Matherin. Stud. I don't know why I said Keegan Murray. I knew that was wrong. But. Chet Holmgren, whatever, however you say his last name, is going to ball out with the other Australian dude at OKC. Uh, these are rookies coming into the league that I don't think are really going to be – I mean, I almost look at this as like a James Wiseman thing, you know, with before his injury. It's like, all right, cool. You want to come on in and get a couple starts? And now, the granted, he is on a terrible team. He's on like one of the worst teams in the NBA. So he'll get a lot of like exposure and playing time off rip off jump um I, I mean rookie of the year for me if we're just calling it out what, what's like what if we could talk about it, like what is the most like wild card thing that's happened this season is it john morant getting the bag is it brogdon going to the celtics like the celtics adding pieces what what is it is it the minnesota timberwolves who what's the biggest wild card that's happened this season and then who is going to make a significant jump going into next season that maybe it's I, yeah. very expected. I think you just said, I think it's the Timberwolves. I think it's it's the Timberwolves jump going out and getting a guy like Rudy Gobert, who has all that your, so your superstar players, player is Carl Car- Liddy Towns. As of right now, I think Anthony Edwards by the end of the season will probably take that over, but they're still both really good players. One doesn't negate the other. The biggest efficiency both of those guys have is on defense going to the rim. So what do you do? You get Rudy Gobert, who's the best rim protector in the NBA. Do you give up a King's ransom for him? Yes, you do. But you are going. You are trying to win a championship in the next two years. You want to honey hole this. You probably got Carly Towns for the rest of his max deal. Then you don't know. Anthony Edwards, you probably got to you give him that rookie extension. After that, you don't know. This is your shot. Go for it. I didn't see it coming, but I really love what the Timberwolves are doing. I think they're going to be really good. I don't know if it's enough to push him to a championship because Rudy Gobert still has numerous flaws. But... I really love the roster they're putting together, and I think they're going to be a very fun team to watch. I think that was the craziest thing to have the offseason so far. I, I mean, I don't really know if what you would say the craziest thing is, but if we're looking at the most impactful thing, you've already brought it up, was the the Boston Celtics. Granted, I didn't think they were as good as they were. They made it to, you know, they beat the Miami Heat. They showed that they were going to be a contending team in the East. They're still really young. There was questions about is Jalen, you know, Brown and, and Jason Tatum, the duo there. There's been point guard discussions all around that team. And when they bring in somebody like Malcolm Brogdon, not saying he's the answer, but he takes that position in terms of he's, I would consider him as a veteran in this league. He can tell these young guys, you're, you're fine. Take the ball out of their hands. Jason Tatum can grow into a superstar. And then at the end of the day, if it really, you know, you you sit down at the Tatum and or the table and you say, as Jason Tatum might want to say, I want this person, you have a trade like bargaining chip with Jalen Brown, and you can go out and get somebody. So I don't know if it's like the most surprising or wild card thing, but in terms of putting pieces together and like improving, I think the Boston Celtics have improved the most. In the offseason. So it's uh, not who, who else did they pick up? Was it Bogdan? Who? Bogdan from the Jazz. They got um Danilo Gallinari. Gallinari. That's who it is. Yeah. Gallinari. Yeah, they, they're putting together a squad. They're going for it, which I got, you know, I respect the team that did it. They're they're cutting some of the dead weight and they're going for it. They see their shot, just like the Timberwolves. They see this little do you know how long you can keep this core together? No, but you know you got them right now, so you got to go for it. So what about the Clippers? What are the Clippers going to make noise or not next season? I think the Clippers with a fully healthy Kawhi and a fully healthy Paul George and the, the role players they have are a very, very good team. I do in a full playoff series with the two of those guys, with Paul George and Kawhi, any team, including the Celtics team, who has been consistently overperforming. I don't see any reason they can't make a lot of noise, but we just haven't seen it. A Kawhi could come back. I think he's going to be fine. Do I think he's going to be like top two player in the league? Like Kawhi, like we saw him with the Raptors, probably not, but he's still gonna be really good. Paul George is still an incredible player. We just haven't seen it. They're not, I wouldn't put any money on them. I think they could be a really good team. They're a tough out in a playoff series. I don't see them as a contender at the moment, just because we don't know. And then Lakers are not contending. Well, what about before we move past the, the Clippers, what's the, what's the consensus of having John Wall join those guys? Is John right. Wall. That's, that's, that's a good point. That is, is John Wall that guy that pushes them I over like, the edge yeah. at any point? 
I love I don't John see Wall, it. man. I love I, John Wall. John Wall was an incredible player for the Wizards, but John Wall's strengths as a player have it's not aged very guys. well, and his deficiencies have gotten worse. Can he still give you, you know, 18 and 10 on a night out as a point guard? Absolutely. In a playoff series, when it comes down to it, he's not going to be able to give you what you need from a point guard. He's not Steph Curry. He's not even, I mean, he's, he's, I've always thought he and Russell Westbrook are far more comparable. And we've seen how Russ's game has cratered. And we haven't seen John Wall play consistently in like three seasons. I don't see it. John Wall is super talented, throwing up gang signs and hanging out with broads. <laughs> all right. I ain't got no problem with John Wall going out there. He didn't make a good point. He's the third best player on that team. So if the third best player on the other team is going to guard him. I mean, John Wall is still. I, I mean, that's that's just false because I would. I mean, John Wall's not the third best player on that team. It's it's Norman Powell, if we're being honest. Didn't he like not even play though last season? He got a little he banged up after the trade. He he played a decent amount for him, but he didn't play a whole lot. I mean, it's after and then the, it's what Terrence yeah. Mann. I think he's Mann the fourth the best stuff. player, fourth Mann best player on that team. I think John Wall's starting though for sure. You got to start over Reggie Jackson. Wait, wait, Reggie Jackson's not a starting <laughs> point guard in this league. I think John Wall is. <laughs> oh, okay. Than, okay. Yeah. You remember uh, that John take. Wall's better than Reggie Jackson. I think to, to have that team, like, have the best chemistry, <laughs> you got to put John Wall in the starting point. All right. Guard. So, just to be clear, Reggie Jackson's not a starting point guard in this I league. I definitely think Reggie Jackson is a starting point guard in this league. Reggie Jackson is really, really good. JP, I know you can back me up on this. Reggie Jackson is a starting point guard in this league. Reggie Jackson has surprised me throughout his career. I thought he was never going to be as good as he is right now. I can say that. I remember watching him play with the Thunder and thinking this guy is going to be pretty bad his entire career, and he actually ended up being a really, really good player, although Reggie Jackson is 32 years old. The, the, The Clippers are approaching too old territory very quickly. John Wall and Reggie Jackson and Kawhi and Paul George as your core is really good right now in two years is not going to be very good. They got to money hold this. What about a guy that is still trying to be the guy in the NBA? We saw him in the Drew League put up 85. Um, what is LeBron James doing next year? LeBron is going to play with the Lakers. He's going to give it all. He's going he's to compete. They're going to make some moves at the deadline. I think they're going to be really, really good. Um, I don't see them as a top two, three team in the West right now, even at full strength, unless they get somebody really good at the deadline. I don't see much of, I mean, it, it was as long as Russell Westbrook's still on team and still getting looks, although I like their new head coach. I like him a lot. And I like the, the looks he's given and what he's saying, but I don't, they have not made significant improvements. in my so Here's a stat here. Russell Westbrook actually now leads uh, the NBA in NBA history. Uh, most missed layups. And do I don't have know the, to, Do you I, have that stat to show? I can try to pull it up. I think it's around like 5,000. To be fair, that's like one of those stats you have to have if you're really good. It's like at interceptions in the NFL. Like you have to have played a really long time to hold a, a record like that. And I think that's an insane stat because like what like is, is a block shot a missed layup. But he's I mean, got I, I, I that doesn't that doesn't mean very much to me. Okay, here it is. Um, yeah, Russell Westbrook has missed the most layups since the NBA started tracking play-by-play data in 1996-97. 2,898. Take a wild guess who the second person is. Probably LeBron. LeBron James. See, there you go. 2,617, Carmelo, 25, Allen Iverson, 23, Antoine Walker at 21. Um, this guy's a scrub. (laughs) 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 <laughs> this guy, and that's why that's why I finally get into like you got to cross out the the Nets and the Lakers as a contender. see that's that's not I don't cross I don't cross the Lakers out because a <clears throat> I've said it since this conversation has always been about the Lakers. It's not on Russell Westbrook, and it's not on LeBron James. It is on AD to to actually practice basketball and stay healthy for the Lakers team to be the best there that they can be. Because Russell Westbrook is talented enough to change his game. He he didn't because that's not what was fitting with that team because AD was out. He had to be the second guy. They haven't had this – I mean, it's on AD now. It's not on LeBron. 
LeBron is untouchable. It's not on Russell Westbrook because, like you said, I do think he's kind of scrubbish right now, but it's on AD. If AD wants to get his head out of his ass and actually, he said what, he was out for a month not touching a basketball? Come on now. I mean, what are AD, we talking about? AD got hurt like five times. I, interesting thing I read here a couple of weeks ago. Um, when they first started all playing together, um, I think like within the first two games, Russell Westbrook had, I guess, given LeBron James like an on-ball screen more than he ever has in his entire career, which was at like in those two games, it was like like 20-something. He never does like on-ball screens apparently. And apparently he talked to LeBron after that and like stopped giving him screens. And he like wasn't even – I think he had like probably 15 or something the rest of the season. But I think it's all just like a chemistry thing too. Russell Westbrook's not the guy It's like, oh, I'm going to go screen for LeBron so we can get like the shorter guy, the point guard on me to guard, to guard him. So I don't know like what – I think it is sort of just like a weird chemistry with that team. Um, I think it's on everybody, especially including the coach. Like you just got to see what the offense is going to be. But I mean, I'm surprised to see. I'm, I'm not surprised to see, but I'm, I'm looking forward to see Scottie Pippen out there, Jr., giving them some minutes. Yeah, I mean, they he that that whole Pippen, <laughs> that whole Pippen name has just like a Kardashian, you know, theme around it. Um, you'll see Larsa at the games. What you'll else? See Larsa at the games. Yeah. I uh, hold on. I got a, I got a good trivia question. I got a good trivia question. What else? What else? I got a good trivia question. Okay. So this is something I, I, I did some research into, and it, it kind of goes along the same thing we were talking about. Like, is Paolo Bencaro ever going to win a championship with the Magic? It's insane to like, even talk and think about it, but it is a thought. Since 2003, so not including LeBron James, how many first round, first overall picks, I should say, have won an NBA championship? So that's everybody from. The 2004 first overall pick, I'll lay up to Paolo. How many players? How many of them? I, you don't need to tell me the names. I just, I just give me a guess. I, I mean, let's brainstorm here a little bit. Think out loud. Dwayne Wade no. is one. Dwayne Wade's same year as, as LeBron. Oh, so two, so the next year moving forward? Yeah. Up to date? Is that correct, JP? Yes, yeah, so from 2004 onward, and they have to be first overall picks. Like, Dwayne Wade was not a first overall pick, so has to be a first overall pick. Oh, first overall pick. Got you. Um, I mean, I, it's probably pretty high, honestly. Not high, but it's probably like four or five is my guess. Who are you thinking of? I don't know. I, I'm just thinking – I'm trying to think of their – I don't know the – Anthony Davis? Was, it, was he a number one pick? Yeah. So that's one. Can I pull up the, the list Dwight of players? That's just, no, you cannot pull up the list of players. No. Well, I don't know. Right, I'm trying to get of, the first-round draft picks. Speaking of Dwight Howard, what the fuck was that this week? And yeah, I, I, that's going to be my segue. So so I'll give Dwight is one of them, and so is AD. Those yes. are two. Yes, correct. Um, Kyrie? Kyrie Irving is one of them. That's three. Now I'm trying to think of Kevin Durant. Not a first overall pick. I get, I'll give you all a hint for these. It is. It's so you were right, Liam. It's five. I'll give you that. We got three. The, right the last you got three. The last two. Both, they on, have the on. same. I was going to give you all a hint if you want it. All right. Yeah. yeah. They have the same first name. First overall. Hmm. <laughs> that's good that's good i don't know um I'm trying to think of the, the early or the the most recent ones they won them for the same franchise but they did not win them at the same time same franchise Honestly, i'm wondering if it's like the celtics maybe it's gotta be um I know exactly who it is. It's Kevin Love and Kevin Garnett. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> think Kevin Love was When a- did they play for the same franchise? Fuck, <laughs> you're right. Yeah. Although no you're idea. thinking the right you're Chris? thinking along the, the the same thing say first name. Chris. They, not Chris. I just don't know names. I don't know. Yeah, no. They <laughs> they won they they both won them with the Warriors. 
and one of them won. Oh, this most oh Steven Jackson and Stephen Curry. Steph Curry was not a first or overall pick. Fuck. It's Andrew Wiggins then, because Andrew Wiggins is a first round pick, and then- and Andrew Bogut. That is correct. Andrew Wiggins and Andrew Bogut. Those are the five. So those five are in order from draft to to now. That'd be Dwight Howard, Andrew Bogut, Kyrie Irving, Anthony Davis, and Andrew Wiggins are the only five first overall picks since LeBron to win a championship. The crazy thing is, is I'm sure as y'all are thinking about it right now, all five of those guys either won their championship with LeBron or Steph Curry. Wow. And not with their original team either. Well, uh, Kyrie with the Cavs. Oh, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Kyrie with the Cavs. So that, that one, but other than that, that is correct. That's a good one. I like that one. So that kind of goes to my point. Paulo Bancari ain't going to win the championship with the Magic. No. He either has to be as good as LeBron James or Steph Curry, basically. It's, it's, <laughs> it's, by that standard. That's not exact comparison, but that by that trivia question, yes. Yeah. Y'all did a good job. Andrew Bogut. Andy pulling Andrew Bogut out of nowhere. That was that was impressive. No. I, he just guessed Kevin Love and Kevin Garnett like two minutes before that. Honestly, not a bad guess. I just didn't, the franchise thing. I forgot. <laughs> I got excited. I got excited. I wonder what pick Kevin Love was. I'm sure he was like a top five pick. I think he was four, if I remember correctly. And Kevin Garnett had to be like top two. KG was. He was actually later in the draft because he came out of high school and people were nervous about. Yeah, he was like fourteenth or something. Yeah. Oh, really? That's interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but the, y'all did. Yeah, y'all got there. I'm not. I mean. I I would have had never gotten there either, but it was just something I was Googling earlier, like right around the same time as the finals ended. And I just thought that was an interesting thing. There was only about five, and they all either had to be playing with LeBron or Steph. And to uh, be fair, it, you could also say, like, the guys who won with the Warriors were also playing with Clay and Draymond, so to include yeah. them in that. but Yeah. Are the Lakers, and we'll transition here, are the Lakers going to sign Dwight Howard, or is he going to sign to WWE? You should have asked him when you saw him. Yeah, he was not fucking with that, dude. He definitely wasn't. (laughs) I was, uh, all right. So, Dwight Howard, for some context, obviously, like we posted everywhere on social media, uh, just shows up to the ran, like shows up randomly to the downtown Nashville YMCA. Apparently, he was here on Thursday to do a WWE audition to be a host after his NBA career. He's a free agent right now. He doesn't know if anybody's going to sign him. That's what he's looking forward to afterwards. And I think he got called back on night two this past Friday night. Um, and who knows? I don't know if you guys saw, like, there was a big WWE SummerSlam thing here in Nashville yeah. last night. Like, Logan Paul went crazy. You see, I see that die they did on that. Must I had to hurt, bro. He probably like chipped an elbow bone or something. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, he was in town and I was like finishing working out. And like, Dwight Howard just walks in. I like double took and I was like, what the fuck is going on, dude? And he has basketball shoes and he was like lacing up in the workout gym. And I was like, all right, I'm going to go play basketball. <laughs> you know? I was like, I'm going to go in the gym. And I ended up playing with like, there was a ton of guys in there and I ended up playing for like two hours and like the YMCA is about to close. And we're just thinking, damn dude, like what is he doing? What? And apparently he was just stretching in the workout gym at like a private, like little room for like two hours. He finally walks in and we're all playing. And we're like, oh, shit. everyone's trying to shoot the ball now, <laughs> you know, from like half court. We, <laughs> we're all just trying to like, yo, them, I, I like airballed one. I was trying to shoot like a game winner, just airballed it. Um, and we all like just forgot the score. We were just all so starstruck. And anyways, like the Y is closing. We get done with the game. Uh, we're sitting on the bench. Like now he's like on the other side, just kind of waiting for everybody to get off the court. He's with like two of his buddies. I can imagine these are just like his homeboys, like growing up. They're all chained out, but these guys don't look athletic at all. This guy probably just smoked a backwood, dude. Uh, looked lit as hell. Um, and so we're sitting down, like his buddy comes up to us and he's like, yo, what should like Dwight work on and stuff? And this one idiot next to us goes, he should work on dribbling. Dude, <laughs> not the jokes to make right now, bro. Dwight comes over and we're like, it's like just one of those things, Liam, where you're just like, you're sitting there at the Y. And you're post up with your boys and like, instead of like your boys standing right in front of you, just fucking Dwight Howard. And he's like in our circle and he's like, oh, that's funny, man. You don't even know how to play basketball, bro. Like, that's funny. And he was just shitting on him. The guy was like, dude, it was obviously a joke. Like, I was just joking. 
And then he's like, all right, bro. Hi, bro. And I was like, dude, thanks. You fucked it up for everybody. Now no one can ask for a picture with Dwight Howard, dude. Fucking idiot. And then like, he's going over to, you know, get some shots. And that guy's like, no, I was just kidding, bro. Can I get, can I get a picture? And I was like, bro, you fucked it up for everybody. But it was, it was just a surreal moment. I didn't want to ask for it. one guy slid in a picture right there when he was in the circle. He was like, yeah, bro, just give the phone to somebody. But he was just not, he was not about it. Um, it was crazy though. Like I was just in the gym watching him work out. I was like, I'm not leaving, dude. It's like 9:30, and the Y closed like 30 minutes before. This lady comes in that's working there. She's like, Hey, is your car in the garage? You gotta get the fuck out. We're closing the gates. I was like, fuck. I was gonna wait till he got done with his workout. Um, but yeah, fucking nuts, dude. He was bricking like crazy. <laughs> just He's playing with a little YMCA basketball, dude. It's got like five titties on it. You know, it's all lopsided. He's like just shooting. But who knows? It's crazy. Shout out to White Howard, man. Hall of Famer? Probably. Maybe. That's wild. I, when you said that video, or the, I was like, I, I, I didn't realize for a second that you took the video. That was crazy. But yeah, uh, yeah. yeah, I did take the video. And, and my buddy is like, yo, can I take that video and post it to TikTok? I'm like yeah dude just give me the fucking tag though you know what i'm saying like i'm cloud farming out here bro i took that video you know what i'm saying anyway surreal moment guy who got snubbed from top 75 uh you guys should check out his audition with uh triple h or whatever the hell that guy's name is like dwight howard will be in the wwe pat mcafee was there um you know king henry was there fucking king henry man it was crazy, man. It was crazy. So I don't know why people like WWE so much. I guess people they just got have a big it. ass audience, man, for no reason. Yeah. I don't know, but I think we used to play the video games where we would I remember playing it like I think I had the game where you take like a, a foldable like you know metal chair out from underneath and smack somebody in the head. You know? Yeah. TLC match, baby. <laughs> yeah. I, I I mean I've never really been into the WWE. I know about it and I think it's interesting. You know, if you think about it as more of like a live TV show than like a sporting event, I think it's more interesting. But um, it's it's cool. I mean, people love it. And like the, like you were talking about, like Logan Paul jumping off the top rope, shit like that. Like, you got to be an athlete to do some of that shit. That shit's crazy. Go on, Logan. I don't really – I'm not a big fan of Logan Paul, to be honest. I just I, – I, in my defense, I did try to go to Layer Cake, this new bar slash club in Nashville. It's just like – I mean, it's the biggest thing in Nashville downtown right now. Um he was there last night and I was trying to get in and I was like, yo, the birds must be flocking there. Ended up sweating my ass off at Tin Roof and Kung Fu. But um, you guys should watch his highlights. It's actually pretty impressive. Yeah. You got, you got to be an athlete, to do that stuff, man. And, and honestly, it's perfect for a guy like Logan Paul, like dude, people already hate him. So just go be a heel. Just, and, just and then heard this whole thing with Jake Paul too, where the fight got canceled. Oh, I don't, I don't know anything about that. Did you see that Liam? I didn't know it got canceled. I thought it got canceled, then it got put back on, and now it's it's okay right now. Really? Yeah. No, I didn't see that. <laughs> I, I think it's still good for August 8th. No, because I don't think the guy cut enough weight. He's at like 215. Hassan, whatever his name is. Yeah. Oh, maybe, uh, maybe, maybe. Yeah, it's fine. Like the, the contract was they were supposed to fight at 200. I think Logan or Jake Paul is at like 190. This guy was at 216 starting out about a month and a half ago or something. Uh, and he had to get back down to 200. And he ended up losing one pound like throughout the entire month. And like his whole thing was like, all right, now nah, I'm fighting at 215. They're like, nah, dude, not going to do that. They did give him the 205. They're like, if you can get a 205 by next week, sure, let's run it. The guy was, nah, dude. I mean, can you imagine fighting someone that's 215, bro? I'd get fucking 20 wrong. pounds heavier than you. Yeah, no, hell no. We, I look at that stuff in like UFC, stuff like that too. The guy who has the longer reach and weighs more is, is usually going to be the guy that wins. I think boxing is very similar. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay, cool. How long have we been going? You guys want to rip a couple? We are, we are, at, pretty much at our mark here i mean i know we were gonna do lifestyle but we we are we blasted past the time so i mean we've we've already kind of done lifestyle this entire time so i mean I've anything heard- else i i'm not i let's get something in here because i'm not going to be able to look at this guy in the top left corner for a minute uh what's going on what else is going on in the world bro i was gonna ask you andy has the new job man I, I know it's not really new anymore but it's you've been doing it for a little bit here yeah it's time to ask for a raise my guy 
Um, now I've actually noticed now, like with taxes and everything being taken out, that ain't enough, brother. It um, never is. <laughs> yeah, that ain't <laughs> enough, my guy. Uh, now nah, doing some things on the side, uh, was helping Danny out a little bit. I was going to say, let's, let's, let's talk about that a little bit. Cause yeah. I don't think I've really broke it down with you since. And I know you're reading, email, I know you're reading emails. I'm transitioning. I'm parlaying talent here, baby. So <laughs> <laughs> what I'm saying, you, you out here moving weight low key with these independent entertainers of the yeah. world. Jesus. The Christ. influencer future rests on Andy's shoulders. Yeah. I mean, honestly found passion in just like helping out these people who are friends, but yeah, Danny Jackal, uh, she's a pretty big creator on the internet. We had her on the podcast. Um, yeah, so my job, I work in branding and social media. I'm pretty much an account manager for Recover 180. It's like a liquid IV drink, but better. Low-key, maybe, who knows? Um, and yeah, she was just one of our influencers, a part of like our influencer marketing campaign. Campaign, And then I was like, why do you need help with anything pretty much? So yeah, I was helping her out for like the past three or four months uh, until she got, um, I guess, asked to do this Barstool Idol thing, right? where it's like they pick one person out of 11 people uh, out of like 8,000 people that apply for this thing. You go on Barstool for a week. It's like a live interview for an entire week. She had a job, offered a job at Barstool. She didn't win it. She came in like second. Um, so now she's with a company. So like I was just getting their brand deals and shit, you know, just trying to say, I'll help you out if you can help me out. Um, but super stoked for her, bro. Like she's, she like did a 10 minute pitch to Dave Portnoy that week and, uh, yeah, I think she starts like next week or something. Yeah. So I mean, she's, a, she's yeah. also really like down to earth type of person. So it's not like, yeah. I feel like that's a lot of things that I think, at least for us, at least for me, I know some of the like guests that we've had on are like bigger names and stuff, but all of the ones that we've had on pretty much for the most part are like really down to earth people. And she's just one of those people. Super well. cool. Super cool. And her numbers are skyrocketing right now. It is insane to see. Uh, but I, I gained a ton of experience, like negotiating deals and shit, bro. It's like negotiating like $100 deals, like $1,500. Like, nah, fam, we, we want the bag. That's the craziest thing about like influencer marketing. It's so new. And even though like, say one influencer has the same amount of followers as the next, and they're asking for maybe more than that previous influencer, right? Like, oh, okay. The company's saying, oh, well, you guys have the same amount of followers. This person asked for, let's say 700 bucks. You're asking for 1500. Why does that make sense? Because everyone's audience, like say Danny's audience is probably a little bit more engaged than whoever that other influencer is. So it's definitely weird. And it's definitely like, like different, like, I guess, tactics to go about like signing influencers with onto brands and shit to help them out. But, uh, Jolie live helping Jolie live out now. So yeah. Yeah. Uh, Jolie's doing, she, we had her on the podcast. Um, she's a producer for young Hollywood. It's like, I don't know this younger, like younger audience, like celebrity type media agency. I don't really know what the fuck it is. She just interviews a bunch of cool people. Um, so just trying to parlay some shit, man. My boy's on <laughs> my boy's on the Bassarette right now. Yeah. I'm like, yo, dude, let's run it. He just got kicked off night two. So I don't know how much we can <laughs> run it. But, That's tough. And yeah. there's two. There's he, neither of them liked him. No, he barely got any airtime. Like the guy, the guy didn't get any airtime the first night. I don't even think he he talked to either of the women uh, on the first night. He was the guy that got out of the limo and uh, called them by their wrong names. So like, that's good. I kind of fucked him up a little bit. He was like, Oh, Hey, what's up, Jessica. And like, neither of the girl's names are fucking Jessica. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, bro, I know you're trying to get a blue check mark, but like, come on, bro. Do your research. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it, bro. That's I'm trying to work, dude. I'm trying to work, man. We got a, uh, we got new merch coming out too. So hopefully we can kind of, hopefully we can do something with that. But that's pretty much what's going on with me, bro. Yeah, love it, love it. That was a hell of an update. I'm glad to hear all that stuff. I've been doing a lot, man. I could I could talk about some other shit, but I'm not going to get into uh, personal details. Just know a lot of people like Adderall, man. A lot of people like Adderall. Not me, I don't. But <laughs> you know, we'll just JP knows. I think. Uh, I, I I've heard in off 
mic conversations. I don't like Adderall, but I'm glad if the people who use it and like it, I, I hope I wish them nothing but safe usage. Yeah, me too, for sure, dude. <laughs> Liam, you know what I'm talking about? No, I'm good on that note, man. I ain't got, I don't know what you mean. But yeah, man, no, it, it sounds be weird. Be safe out there. Yeah, no, I mean, it sounds weird. It sounds weird. I'm not doing Adderall. I don't, I don't think I've ever really done any Adderall. I, I think I did like a Vivance in college once. I found a Vivance in college once, like on the floor at the library. That's and, disgusting. Yeah, I did. And it. You know, you sure you popped that bitch, right bro, away. dude. I like Andy. The fact that you're still here after that's an, is an accomplishment. I mean, I it, was it, this was before fentanyl, but I was up for seventy-two hours, bro. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck is going on? I think it was like a seventy milligram or something, bro. I don't even know what that. You know, it was high up there. Um. Yeah, probably need to see a therapist, but I think we're all good. I think we're all good. Yeah, we're just uh, gearing up. I think our like next biggest thing would be going out to Dash, right? That's the next biggest news for us as a podcast. Yeah, I'd say we're going to go out to Dash September 13th uh, through the 18th. Um, you want to just leave that Sunday? What you mean? We, our, the latest flight we can leave, because we're looking at flights still, uh, is at 345 on Sunday. And that's when our Airbnb expires. We could do the thing where we stay till Monday and it's like so much cheaper for flights, but we would have to pay for that next day with the Airbnb, which almost just, it might be more looking at that. You could also just do the the Airbnb that like a motel stay. I've done that before. I'm not going to, I don't think I'm going to be able to stay Mm -hmm. like that next Monday though. Yeah. So just leave at 345 on Sunday. Yeah, fuck it at this point. At this point, let's just get the fuck out of there, you know? Because I remember last year when we did, we, yeah, we did that, JP, where my dumbass actually thought we booked it till Monday, the Airbnb, um, but we didn't. And like we had to find another Airbnb on like that Sunday night. Uh, I think we can all say that Sunday we were trying to get out of California. Um, not sure if we were actually capable of getting to the airport physically capable of doing that, but let's just was, get in there. I was, yeah, let's just leave it there. <laughs> let's just get out of there. Cause I know it's like five nights, but uh, yeah, JP, feel free to come and get your ticket. Come out with us, man. We're getting Bob's to, to one of our guys to like record us. Um, I don't know if we want to interview somebody out there. Probably so, worth that reaching out. Something to think about. We have it. We have the studio for three hours. I almost think if we would interview somebody, I don't know if we want to interview somebody at Dash. I almost think interviewing them at the Airbnb would be like a cooler vibe. In terms of microphones, I'm just going to get one. Do you think two is straight or do we? You have one, right? I have one. I have two old mic. And then I have another like handheld that they could just use. Okay. Okay. My buddy also has a shirt S and B7 or whatever. So I think we can just maybe like just ask to bring it up there. Um, yeah, I'm super excited, man. I'm we're just gonna record on my phone, I think, if my phone can go for an hour. What you mean? Just video record the episodes. Oh, if, we, oh. if we do them at the Airbnb. I think I might just get like a tripod for my phone and just put it up there. How much storage do you have on your phone? A lot now, like 128. All right, because I have like 512. So, I mean, I got storage for days. What, what iPhone do you have? So, I, <laughs> <laughs> so I, didn't have a, I've, I didn't have a phone for like 10 days yeah. because I got a new phone with work. And the first phone they sent to me was fucked up. It didn't even cut on. Like it cut on, but it wouldn't even like go to like, the main screen it just had the apple and that was new like 13 pro max or whatever right nice nice and then there i was like this shit bro is broken like it won't cut on so then i sent it back and long story short i have a phone for like 10 days and he thought it was a bit that i was like fucking being a, a dickhead and just not answering his shit but i actually couldn't answer him but then they sent me the iPhone 10, I think, 
Come on, man. Come on. <laughs> yeah, right. The, right. The 10 so you, had the, so you, you definitely, like, you definitely just got played like the Pacers did with Aiden. Well, like, I paid for the 13. Yeah. I, ther- I paid for the 13 Pro Max, and then they were like, fuck it. I was like, fuck it. It's broken. I'm not going to pay. F- I'm not. Like, there's, I shouldn't be able to have to pay for a, a phone that doesn't work. And it was like, well, we can get you the, the 10X or whatever uh, for free. And I was like, yeah, at this point, just give me a phone that fucking works. You know what I mean? See, okay. Like, I was going to say, if you had the 13, then we could just put both of those up and, like, get both of us. I just don't know. It's probably going to have, like, a different, like, look on the 10 compared to the 13. I mean, the camera's still pretty good. Like, it's totally, like. I All think right, we still do both. Yeah. Okay, cool. We might need a third. Who knows? But I think two will two will rock. Like one will go on like all of us, and then one will just go on like maybe the guest if we have a guest. All right. Cool. Well, we're excited about that, man. Stay tuned for some merch. Go follow all our pages at Manimate Podcast. JP, excited for you to come down to Nashville here this month, this next month. I guess this month when people are listening. Absolutely, boys. I'm, I'm excited about it. And uh, yeah, I'll see y'all then. And I, I'm ready to experience Nashville. I've never done it. So I'm ready. That's insane. Well, mm-hmm. I guess let's, yeah. I mean, don't, just don't wear a cowboy hat. Dude. Yeah, no cowboy I, I don't. I don't own a cowboy hat, so it shouldn't be a problem. Okay. All right, cool. Well, episode 120. 120. You want to books. get us out of here? It was yeah. a long boy. We wrapped it up, though. All right, get us out of here, Hoop. I'll namaste you guys out of here. So namaste to you guys. Namaste, Namaste, gentlemen. Good to see y'all, boys. What is worth? Life is only worth way at the top. Who you big? You ain't stopping till you way at the top. Numero one, same key, still but not one. Full time taking in sons, all I done. I cook, but my God bring bread, and I think he been baking up some. Numero dos, only move up how it goes. Dove in the sky, West Coast. Hear my phone, I ain't got your name saved. Danny Phantom, go ghost. I've been flying. I got eyes pointing way at the top. Yeah. I've been moving through the city like I'm way at the top. Right. What is worth? Life is only worth way at the top. Who you big? You ain't stopping till you way yeah. at the top. Whoa. Way at the top. Way at the top. Way at the top.